Okay, we're going to get right to it. We're going to get right to it. Okay, we're a week away. From what, I don't know, but we're a week away. And um, I'm, just lo- I'm just choosing to look at this whole Tkufa right now as an incredible thing that never happened before and will never happen again. And that's how, and that's how like, Ma'odan Yechol HaSot, you know, what else? That's it. It's an incredible, this is an incredible time in life. For incredible opportunities that um, aren't necessarily like right there available for us when it's a normal year, and that's how we have to look at it. So it also, so Lemaisa, what does that mean? Is that there are going to be moments in davening this year that we're not trying to play catch up with the chazan, with the shul, with the minion necessarily, and there'll be time for us to really look inside and, t- and take our time with certain things, and I feel like that's the whole Indian of of. Uh, of Rosh Hashanah Kippur is Nachon, there's mitzvahs in Rosh it's the Tkiyat Shofar and Yom Kippur, there's the five different things you're not supposed to be doing in Yom Kippur but the Machzor is filled with love letters Mamish the Machzor is filled with love letters between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us and hopefully with us back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. so what we're going to be seeing today is another piece from Rabbi Asher Weiss that, that's the rub we learned from last week and Everyone is very familiar with the concepts that in Rosh Hashanah there's Avinu and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Avinu and Malkeinu. But this year, there's very little pressure to feel anything. Meaning like this, Boketov, you can take a... There's usually this unspoken pressure that I'm supposed to feel something. I'm supposed to be feeling something. What it is exactly depends what you're tuned into, which shiurim you've been learning, this and that. But definitely the concept of melech and the concept of abba, both concepts. Always, there's always this thing of, I'm supposed to feel it. Avinu malkeinu, chaneinu vaaneinu, ken banu maasim. Then we say also, hayom harat olam, hayom amid bamishpat kol yitzrei olamim, im kevanim, im kaavadim. Whether it's like, like, like we're children or whether it's like we're servants. And every year there's always this thing of like, sometimes I feel this, sometimes I feel that. <clears throat> you ever have a Rosh Hashanah that you didn't feel either of them? Were you just spending the whole Rosh Hashanah trying to climb into Rosh Hashanah? So we've all had those moments. Usually Elul's are like that to like the last few days of Elul. Chazdei Hashem, I have to say that. I feel like I started Elo last night, big time. We finally, like, it was the first time, like, a bunch of the Chavr Davin together. And that was, like, a big game changer of, like, finally feeling like, ah, Yeshpo Mashal, there's a time, there's a time of something reminiscent of the past. But for some people, it's like this game of guilt. They play the whole time of supposed to, supposed to be feeling certain things. So what we're going to be seeing today is hopefully, hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, a way in, a way into the heart of davening in a way that is a little bit different. So it starts off with a very famous and beautiful mashal that um, I try to remember every year. And it's all, I always forget a few pratim, a few details, but we're going to see right now something wonderful from Rabbi Aaron of Karlin. What's beautiful also is, well, not beautiful, yes, there's a um, page over here. 
You know that there's thousands of Hasidim that are stuck right now in Belarus, right? There's like at least 1,700 Hasidim that have been there for a week to three weeks that have not been able to get into Uman. And so what do you do if you're stuck in Belarus? You know, what's the proper name for it in English? Belarus, yeah. So they found the kever of Reb Aaron of Karlin. That's the one that wrote, So I saw a video of 1,500 Hasidim by the kever of Reb Aaron of Karliner on Thursday with Gagoim crying, trying to get to Uman, but they went, they went to Reb Aaron Karliner's kever and started singing their Ka'echsof. I saw today they put out a note. Somehow I got onto one of their lists. I don't know how. But he's like, okay, 7 a.m., $15. We're leaving to the kever of the Chofetz Chaim today to Davin. Because they, they have access to get to Radin. I think it's the Chofetz Chaim's yard sale, actually. Does anyone know? If any of the chaver that are online, can you, if you can check that out, I think it's the Chofetz Chaim's yard sale. I'm not sure. So, it, what's, what's really, really beautiful, Boketov, what's beautiful about this is that we get to start the week with Rabbi Aaron of Karlin. So look inside. We're on the first page over here. Mefursam ha-ma'aseh ha-mesupar al harav ha-kadosh Reb Aaron ha-gadol mi-Karlin. Be'et she-kara ha-shliach tzibur shel shachris be-kol gadol. Huh? It is. It is the Yotzet. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, yeah. So Mefursam ha-ma'aseh ha-mesupar al harav ha-kadosh Reb Aaron ha-gadol mi-Karlin. בעת שקרא השליח ציבור של שחריס בקול גדול המלך בתפילת שחריס של ראש השנה אחזה בו יראה גדולה והיה נרעד ונרגש כולו עד שהתערף. It's a famous story about Arna Karlin that one ראש השנה in שחריס when the chazan said המלך that moment of המלך what happened was is that Aaron Karlin suddenly got over, overtaken by this tremendous awe and started shaking so much until he passed out. So, after davening, his Hasidim asked him, What brought upon you such awe and trepidation? Listen to his answer. This is really amazing. He explained his emotions based on the Gemara in Masech Tagitin that says like this. During the siege on Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai ledaber im haromim. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai wanted to plead with the, with the, with the Romans. Natlu eitza lehotziyo chutz lamatzor but how are you going to get out of the siege? It's a famous story. So where did they place him? Coffin. And he was able to get out. I hate these names. Aspasianus Caesar. Aspasian, the the Tsar, the Caesar. And he said to him, My my master, the king. So the how the Caesar answer him he's now he's chayav twice to die why? so 
So one of them is because when you call someone else that's a king, someone that's not a king, it's considered that you are mored ba malchut, that you're rebelling against the kingdom. Because there is a king, but he's calling someone else king. That's one reason why he's chay of mita. V'shenit, imal ka'ana, ad ha'itna amai lo atit legabai. Meaning, and if I am a king, why haven't you come to me until now? And call me a king. You hear? Amar reb Aaron agadol b'itrakshut. Reb Aaron agadol started shaking and said, Okay, so it's Rosh Hashanah. And now we're inserting into the davening HaMelech. Shachris will make a big deal about it. But also with the Birkot, the Brachot in, in Tefillat Shmona Esri, where we switch from HaKel HaKadosh to HaMelech HaKadosh. And also Melech, uh, HaMelech HaMishpat. There's this emphasis on King, King, King. Melucha, Melucha, Melucha. So Rabbi Aaron Kalina says, shekorim anu yeah, Now we're calling him the king. Maybe God will also say, Meaning, if I am a king, where have you been? What does it mean? Like Hashem becomes king on Rosh Hashanah? This Malchus? So there's this pachad of like, you know, I, I want to I be authentic and I want to be real. I want my tefillah to mamash feel chazak me'od. But if Reb Aaron Karliner is shaking from the possibility of having that be a response, so, you know, where have we been the whole year with this concept in relationship to Hamelech, Malchut? Right? Do, do, you, do you understand the mashal? Do you understand the mashal? <coughs> So Rabbi Asher now is going to take us on a very uh, uh, real, authentic, personal journey. Saying like this, V'hine etzleinu, next paragraph, E'inani kereti trakshut koraba. Let's be real. How much itrakshut, how much um, enthusiasm and emotion is there? V'en kan mishum kushia ki alken e'en anu Rabbi Aaron agadol. Okay, so... It's no kashkia because we're not Reb Aaron Karliner that we should expect of ourselves to be standing in a state of awe all year long that we're in the presence of a melech, of a king. But maybe we could explain another reason with the pnimius of the matter why we're not really that, you know, near Ashim, not just all year long, but even now. I just want to say we're going to be going through a load of text and then we're going to discuss it outside. Just, just try to stick with the text for now. Every single day we have Avinu Malkeinu. And we never say Malkeinu Avinu Malkeinu avi never avinu malkeinu it's not stam bekach gam next page bekach gam kshomrim im kebanim im kaavadim right that's like avinu malkeinu because first it's ben and then it's eved first I draw a picture of I'm a son then I draw a picture of being an eved avinu malkeinu 
הקדוש ברוך הוא, now this is very, this is חזק, הקדוש ברוך הוא הוא קודם אב, ורק אחר כך מלך. God is first an Abba, and only afterwards he's a king. So I want now to hear from anyone here, if that spoke to anybody, what does that mean to you? How does that focus your davening? And how does that put things into perspective? That first, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is an Abba, and then he's a Melech. Yeah. In both a good way and a little bit twisted way, we can take our parents for granted. They will always be there for us. With an Abba, you could talk a lot more honestly. With your parents, you could talk a lot more doogly than with a Melech. But you also just assume they're always going to be there for you no matter what. Sometimes you just you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's a balance also with our relationship uh, with our father versus the king or if our father is the king that there's a certain closeness and comfort but it has to be done with a balance of respect so once you have this that's with the, with the melech with the Melech, yeah. Closeness with the Father, respect for the Melech. So once you come with this closeness and love, and then, but, it, uh, but then you have the extra respect, mm. which is also a balance in real life. Closeness <laughs> with parents and respect for parents. Well, now we're getting into some deep child psychology about people, kids that like viewed their parents as kings and mothers as queens, so I don't want um, and anyone else, does it strike a chord for anyone else, this, this line? A pa- God is first a father and only, and only afterwards he's a melech? Yeah, Jenny. I have a question because it, it seems to come from the beginning of the shir, yeah. the shir where he was saying that only then was he in awe of the melech. Does that mean all year round? Essentially, it's a good question what you say. I was thinking about that also. Um, I think he's saying here, what comes to life more, for some reason, Dafka now and the Yamim Tovim, there's an emphasis here. Lechatchila, it should be like this all year long. Maybe if you're Aaron of, Reb Aaron of Karlin, there's an expectation that this kind of Hitrakshut should be all year long. But the Machzor itself kind of like takes that thing which should be all year long and it puts it in your face. You ever seen the Machzor, the word Hamelech in Shachris, on the Kippur? It's much bigger than, it's like, during the year, like just yesterday in Shul, It's just like part of the flow. Whole thing on Rosh Hashanah Kippur. The word Hamelech is like right there in front of us. Yeah. I'm so sorry, can you talk a little bit louder? Yeah. On, on Melech, right. Uh, what about Abba? How come and there's no emphasis on Abba? Are we supposed to work to remember the Abba on Rosh Hashanah? Like, is that supposed to be in Avodah on Rosh I think that the, that the remembering that Hashem is Abba is much more natural for us during the year. I think we refer to Hashem more as Abba than as Melech during the year. I think. I mean, maybe it's just my own uh, projection. Melech, Malchut, was the point of that story of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, of saying, if I, if I am a king, 
where has been, where has my kingship been present in your in your life up until now? But for our purpose, for for, for our shir, Avinu is always before Malkeinu. Why? Because with our concept of the Ribbono Shalom, Abba always comes before the concept of Melech. It's very hard for us to, um, very hard for us to understand the concept of Melech because we don't have Malachim. So, like many hundreds of years ago, people understood that Achon. Melech was like all powerful. You know, your rights and your life kind of depended Nachon. on him. And there was um, more of a tom for what that meant. But it could actually go the other way, meaning on Rosh Hashanah, because we don't have a concept of king, we also don't have a concept of, like, that the king provides for his nation and that there's, you know, some kind of, like, this royal benevolence or something like that. It could be maybe that we could go too far to the other side, like Yira, imagining what... And 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 be. Abba's and not Abba's so. Like to balance that maybe. Like that we need to, like it's like a backdoor kind of. You know, like. Right. I think about that a lot. About the first thing you said that, melucha. Like sometimes you know I don't know what Rosh Hashanah was like in the time of Shlomo Amelech, but we had a, we had a king. Like, there was a, there was melucha. We understood today when we say Melech. Who, does anyone have any figure bichlal in their mind? When we say Melech. Right. If anything, right? It's the it's the it's the opposite. We have no. We have like even like a ichsa taste, like malkei melech. It's so correct. It's a fairy tale. The only the only thing like a fairy tale. Like, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Okay, let's go right there. Top line: Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kodem Av. Now look what he says here. Second line. Eved shenatashet mishmarto v'neelam mibeta malchut b'meshech shanim. Pitom neelam u'barachlo v'lo nira adata. When a an eved, when a servant, when a guard deserts his, he goes. Uh, what do you call it? Ewal, right? And he deserts his mishmeret, and he's suddenly. No one, he's lost. No one knows where he is. Not in the Beit Hamalchut for years. It's kind of what we spoke about in Shul yesterday. Pitom neelam ubarachli. He runs away. No one knows where he is. He's not seen. He nekshechozer. Bevaday eno nichnas miad lebeit hamelech. Ela mushlachu lebeit asar. Veomed latet adin al brichato. Oh, you want to come back now? It's beautiful. But if it's coming back to the palace of the king, first do time. Sit. You know, do your time. You got to sit in jail. You gotta, you gotta pay for what you did, and you have to give a din for your running away. Ume idach, and this is so important. But on the other hand, ben shneelam meshech shanim kshechozer lebeito. When a son comes back after he ran away from home for many years, reshit davar haaba notlo bechekom. What's the first thing the Abba does? Come. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Come. Let me hold you. And he's happy to see him. Come have some soup. Come have a drink. Take a shluf, take a shower. Get some rest. And then we'll talk about what led you to, 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 lead, to, you know, to leave in such a way. It's like when, when I always 
think about it like this, when it comes to tshuva, you know, when I knock on the door at three in the morning, and it's, an, and it's, a, it's a neighbor's house or a stranger's house or not my family's house, and I've been away for a while, and I wake everyone up, and I smell, and I look all disheveled, whatever. I have to give all these excuses why they should let me in. But if it's my own house, I don't have to give any excuse why I should be let in. They're just, I know, they're just inside, even if they're going to scream at me later, they're just so happy to see me. They're just so happy to see me. I feel like it's happened sometimes in Israel when, um, I don't remember when this happened, but like some, some, some guys were hanging out with, with uh, the wrong people and then they were taken across the border or they were kidnapped by certain groups of people that are not Yidin, our cousins. And um, it was such a weird thing that on the one hand you're, you're so angry at them for what they did, but you just want them home. Right? You just want them home. Sometimes we've had to pay such a price for this. People that got mixed up. There was one time a very high general in the army this happened about 15, 16 years ago. That he was doing, he was, he was doing arms deals with Hezbollah. I'll never forget. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? You remember that? It was crazy. And um, I think we gave up. I think we had to like really go. Th- Israel gave it through a lot of time. Right? Gave a lot just to get him home. So on the one hand, we're so happy this guy is home. But on the other hand, you want to shech this guy because are you crazy? This is what, you know, this is what we did. This is what you did in order to... Abba just first come in, take a shower, then we'll talk. That's the difference between having to deal with returning, you know, coming home. So now he gets more tachlis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Malkeinu, it's true, God is our king. But he's also our Abba. Yisrael nikra'u banim. We're, we're called, we reference both children and also avadim and also servants. There are different moments. When are we ref, when are we considered? Sorry, when are we called children, and when are we called servants? This is a famous machloket. According to Rabbi Yehuda, "Kshosim retzonoshen makom nikraim banim." When we're good boys and girls, then we're called banim. We're called children. Uchsheinam osim nikraim avadim. And then when we're not such and such disciplined children, then we're called avadim. Barashba kotav sheenze ahalacha elakaimelan bezekedat Rabbi Meir. Saying that Rashba says that's too harsh. Sometimes I'm a child, only when I do the right thing. But when, I'm an, when I don't do the right thing, I leave the gather of child. Do you feel like that with your own children, but they don't listen to you? <laughs> right now you're not my child, you're my, uh, I don't know, what would be a good word? Don't say slave, but like, you know, whatever it is, right? The Rashba says, that's not how we hold. We hold by, it's a famous statement by Rabbi Meir, from a Gemara and Kiddushin, Really? When you do the things that are right, you're a child, you're considered a child before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even when you don't do the things that are so gishmak, you're also considered a ben. Anu Banim Ve'avadim Gam Yachad Ve'en Stira 
according to the Zohar HaKadosh, this is a beautiful thing, the Zohar HaKadosh says, really, in essence, there's no, there's no steer, there's no contradiction between the two, even when you're called a Ben or an Eved. How so? Because whether you're a son or whether you're an Eved, these are two different ways how to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zo avodat ha'ira, avodat eved, vezo avodat ahava, avodat ha'ben. So we all know that these two concepts of love and awe, right? Ha'bezor ha'kodesh, they got fin. These are two wings. You need both wings to fly. Ahava and ira. So when I'm acting, when it's more of an eved relationship, that's the wing that allows me to fly with uh, Miriam. Do you want to move here? It, this was the, the sun. It's okay? When, when I'm working, when I'm serving the Rebona Shleilam more out of Yira, more, more out of an Eved, more out of Yira, that is in Ka'avadim, and there's a, there's a room for that. Im Kebanim, that's more the Avoda of Ahava. So this is where it gets a little bit confusing between, maybe here's where the parallel does not work. Is there ever room for a child to serve, to honor their parents as an Eved? Which would mean out of Yira? What do you think? You hear the question? Maybe if you didn't do something so good, then suddenly he's like, uh, feels a little distant. The parent. More like the, let the child feel distant than the parent and say, okay, you know, I'm in awe of you and I'm so sorry. That to respect. Okay. Sometimes that's how they learn. Like, By the distance. Unfortunately, yeah. the Shem is going to be judging them. They need to understand. They need to conceptualize. Not only do they come internally, but there's a certain age I think each kid once they've developed a really close connection to their parent that they, they, they don't buy it right. meaning they're like oh you have to do that now you have to put on that show of like you know but really I know that deep down inside I've told you this story before that I just want to make sure that my father is not online <laughs> this is so funny well, my mom is online. <laughs> mom, don't tell Abba that I share this out loud. What's that? Stop it. <laughs> Sorry, there's... Uh, at a certain age, it was, I, I don't know when it was, I think I... I relatively young, I you know, my Abba is so... You know, my Abba, he's such a, you know, love ball. Like, everything is ches, so much love. But obviously there were times where, you know, you have to be an Abba and you know, have, have Yira. So there was, when I was younger, the few times that he got really mad at me, when I was, I think I shared this once before, that uh, he would come to my bed when I was sleeping, or he thought I was sleeping, and he cried next to my bed and, and started saying, I'm sorry. I got mad at you, like while I was sleeping, and uh, it was very, very deep moments. But at a certain age, when I when I was seeing my father get angry at me, I I remember I was saying like, "Abba, don't, 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 don't get mad," not because like I don't want you to get mad at me. It's more because I don't want you to. I don't want you to. to I don't want you to have to go through this later, because I know that you, 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 you love me so much. Like, 
it's true, sometimes parents have to, like, you know, if a parent is sent to this world to mechanech their child. But at a certain point, when the, when the Kesha is so strong and so real, that the kid can kind of see through those moments of, like, for your sake, like, I don't want you to, to get too mad. I don't know if that works with God, you know? <laughs> if we, like, imagine, like, our shit, like, we did something wrong, and we felt the din, we're like, no, no, Hashem, you don't, you don't want this, like... It's, it doesn't work like the parallel stops over there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you don't think Hashem gets a little heartbroken when he sees his love children a little bit off the bat or a little bit broken? I think, uh, I'm, I'm I mean, sure I, well, nothing, nothing affects God, but, but meaning, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I, I'm sure it's not a moment that's like Hashem waits for, right. can't wait. But what I'm saying is, like, I would never, ever, ever, hopefully, have the chutzpah to advise God when I think that, like, uh, you know, he should, I could plea, I could daven, but I could never be like, you probably don't want to do that. That's what I mean. <laughs> Whereas a child can sometimes reach that with the parents, like, I, I know you so well, like, you probably don't want to do this. With Ribbon Shleim, I can never say, you know that din that you're trying to bring down? I could say, Ribbon Shleim, please, please, and, and we do. Avinu Malkinu, kra roag zardineinu. That's a tefillah. That's a bakasha. But I can't ever tell you, you probably don't want to do this. That's what I mean. That's the only thing. For your sake, nachon, for your sake do this. If, if, not, if not for us, like, if you can't find any merit in me right now, tzedah, I can't force you to find merit in me. But for your sake, such deep words. When I said we don't affect God, I, I, what I mean is that Ani Hashem Lo Shiniti. Like, there's a constant, there's a there's a constant Indian by Hakadosh Baruch Hu that we don't we don't change. Rebbeinu Shleilim is always Rebbeinu Shleilim. With a parent, we can drive our parents nuts, but right? Those are the Rambam says that all those all those words are just so that we. Just so that we can kind of grasp, hold on to some kind of a relationship that makes sense to us. But in the MS La Mito, I mean, we're getting philosophical now, but in the MS right now, there's no change in God being God. Never. There's always a change. I'm always growing or, or not, or, or falling. But that's what the Rambam is saying. Obviously, on, on a level like that, Hashem doesn't change, but on a different level of us feeling like bad for our parent, that they feel bad, and that they that we kind of put them in a situation where they had to yell at us right? mm-hmm. or get angry with us. So that's that. I think we can have with Hashem. Hashem. Yeah, that we're you know Hashem wants us to behave this way. He's given us all these opportunities, and then you know sometimes we mess up and we cause him to. You know, have to mm-hmm. like you know set boundaries and make yeah, maybe like a responsibility maybe on that way. Yeah. Again, obviously, each person connects. You know, through this, through you know, 
the relationships they had with their parents to this God figure differently. So yeah, it definitely can be. Let's see how he takes this and develops this further. So the mayor says, uh, sorry, the, the bottom over here of this paragraph is, <clears throat> there's no stira between being a ben or an evid. It's two different ways of Hashem, serving Hashem. Zo avodat ha'ira, avodat evid, vezo avodat ahava, avodat ha'ben. Sharei ha'ben ohev be'ot she'ha'evid yare. The child's in a state of love, and the evid is generally more in a state of yira. That's the state that they're in. Mechol mitzvah she'en la mishtehem. Memuzeget me'ahava ve'yira bitchilu urechimu. Lo paracht le'ela. Every single mitzvah that doesn't have a little bit of both, lo paracht le'ela, does not blossom up, does not ascend up. So what's a mitzvah that you feel is fully ahava, that you do out of uh, full love? Throw out a mitzvah. What? I, I'm sorry, I can't hear because of the, the mask. Yeah, I know. Two things I took upon myself when I became married. True love. Straight up, I'm so amazed I get to do these things. Thank you so much. You're only honest. How could that be? That those are not uplifted. So you're saying it's only love? I mean, it could just be me personally, but... I, I, I didn't even... I'm sorry, I didn't hear which mitzvahs you said. Hadlakat nerot. And let's stick with the first one. Hadlakat nerot. No, hadlakat nerot... Uh, let, let's see right now. Where is there? Where could there be yirah in hadlakat nerot? Lighting a light. Oh no. No. Okay. So no, I don't. I don't mean scared that I'm that I'm messing it up. I'm. Oh, oh, not 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 scared that I'm doing it wrong. I'm saying there has there can be yirah even in something that's. What's the yirah in hadlakat nerot? I can't tell you what it is. It's yir mitzvah. But right now I'm not talking about pachad. Right, it's a, it is. When we spoke about this in Bovavi, it's a... What's that? Both just aren't taught right then. So they need to be taught, here's a new mitzvah. This is the two ways to bring them higher up. Yira is just mistranslated. That's the issue. That's the problem. That's what you're saying. It's love, but I'm so in awe of you, Hashem, for giving this to me. It's not just love. It's not just love. Oh, I love you. I'm in awe of the fact that this is my privilege. Remember how we learned this in Rav Cook's Torah? He said, Yir'ah is the state that follows real ahava. Why? Because when I truly taste love in a relationship, I'm in awe, first of all, of the privilege of it, but I'm also in awe that Khalila, what I'm tasting now, will go away one day. Is that awe or is that fear? It's maybe a lower level of awe, but it's, it you falls into the category of... Davening. Why am I deserving of it? I think davening. Davening is so definitely both. It, if you're doing it right, it's ahava. And if you're really doing it right, it's yira. And then it, it's not going to happen every time. No. A lot of times it's just sometimes, it sometimes it's right. And that's the, I speak about this often. Is that some, some people say, I don't know, it's just I'm not feeling it, and God wants me to be authentic, so I shouldn't just you know be a robot. No. No, it's called avodata liv. It's not called. Hargashat right. live. Like that neighbor school, I used to tell kids, like, you're basically calling up John three times a day. And, like, he answers. Or he doesn't answer. You're not clear. But the more you do it, the rare chance you have of actually having this phone call go through. Now, let's go the other way. What's a mitzvah that you envision 
to be much, not, I guess, let's try to think of a mitzvah that is more associated with Yira. I don't know. Lulav and Etrog is a lot of love. I don't know. Kibbut Avaim. That could be. That could be. That's a fine line, and that could, you know. Yeah. So that could be an awe. More awe-driven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me get this right. It's true. It's like I want to love my parents not because anybody told me to. I want to love them because I love them. But when I don't want to love them, I do not want to love them. When I don't feel like honoring them, I do not want to honor them, right? Sorry. Hashem spoke to us in the Why? Why did God have to say something so obvious? Because there are going to be times that the love factor of it will not be enough to drive you to perform the mitzvah fully. What we're trying to get to is something just very simple. The Zohar Kodesh explains, Ahava and Yira are two wings. Without... Both without even if one of them is lacking, the mitzvahs you do lo porchim lemala, they don't ascend on high. You need both of them. You need both of them. That's why he's saying over here, there's no stira im kebanim, im kavadim. <coughs> why? Because essentially we we need both aspects of the relationship. Aleinu liot banim vaavadim gam yachad. So he's, now he's driving home the whole point of Rosh Hashanah davening. Berosh Hashanah margishim anu et shnei ha'ergishim alalu. On Rosh Hashanah we feel both. I just want to say that on Yom Kippur I feel one of them much more stronger. Actually no. <laughs> Actually no. I mean, when I grew when I was growing up, obviously it was that. But the second that. I, mean, I don't know exactly if it's if it's that you let the you know the sifri chasidut just like really play a role in your life or whatever it is. Yom Kippur is a matana of of. Last year I was coming home from from Yom Kippur davening, and um, I saw my neighbor Ariel Efrat. He was walking in, he was walking back from where he was davening, and I say, "How do you feel?" And he's like, and he was it was it was after the He's like. I feel like I'm just getting a little bit of the, the soap and shampoo off. <laughs> right? I'm like going through a car wash. That's love, you know, that's, that's, that, 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 that's gishmak. Hashem's already forgiven you. What's that? Yom Kippur, Hashem's already, he's already forgiven you. Motzei Yom Kippur. Yeah, but like, especially towards the end of the day, I, I right. It's so true. It's so true. But, Yael, the way we were raised is definitely opposite than what we're saying right now. It's not the same way. We grew up. Was Rosh Hashanah, was there anything Yira about Rosh Hashanah? Not for me. Dip the apple in the honey, invite people over. How long How long was the Tkiyagadola this morning in Shul? It was not... You know, it was not the concept of like, you know, Yom Adedina and Yom Asikaro. It wasn't that. For me, it wasn't. And Yom Kippur was the era. Absolutely. I don't know what it is. Later in life, it becomes like Rosh Hashanah is this tremendously 
I don't know what how to call it. Like uh flips the scale. Like that scale like, is like whoa. You know. It's like what this whole Corona Mishigas, it wasn't the pro it wasn't the uh Totsa'a of Rim Kippur. It was more a product of a consequence of whatever happened on Rosh Hashanah. You know, Kippur was a personal mechila, hopefully for each person. But it's true, like by 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 Yom Kippur, you went through El, you went through Rosh Hashanah, you went through Rosh Hashanah. Now it's the, now it's the end of the of the car wash, right? Now it's the scrubbing off of the windows. But the way we grew up really was the opposite. It's true. So he says like this: Rosh Hashanah margishim anu et shnei we definitely feel both the Eved and the Ben aspects on Rosh Hashanah. The Rambam explains why we don't say Halal on Rosh Hashanah in Yom Kippur. This is a very big uh, sugya in the Sfarim. Like we should say Halal on Rosh Hashanah. If we say it on you know, Rosh Chodesh and other holidays, why don't we say it on Rosh Hashanah? These are not days of like tremendous joy necessarily. It's days of tremendous trepidation and awe and fear. You know, Rosh Hashanah in Uman, the first night and the first day is silent because no one, no one talks unless they're that well. They're davening most of the day, so it, it helps, but there's no speaking. If you've ever been to a meal, I, first time I was there, I was in Rosh Hashanah, it was 20 years ago. I was there for Rosh Hashanah, and I couldn't understand why I was at the Seuda with tons of Hasidim, and everyone's like, mm, 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 mm. like, past, you know, past that, past that. No one, no one even said anything. Why? The new life has not even been brought into the world yet till the Tkiah Shofar of the, of the first day of Rosh Hashanah it's the first day of the you know that's why in the Zohar Kodesh says the first day is Yoma uh, Dina Kashia second day is Dina Rafia we've mentioned this a few times Dina Kasha there's more Din Kasha the first day second day is Dina Rafia there's more of a of a more gentle of a, of a smoother softer Din that's hovering in the air but Rosh Hashanah are days of tremendous awe especially this year. Yeah. I just asked just on a practical level for this year, like, I'm so scared. There's no show, there's no, any, like, how are we supposed to go, in, it's like I'm scared. All of us are. So what yeah. do you advise? Like, what well, we, I mean, I advise you to be here now. What? The first thing I would advise you is to just be here right now in, into the teaching that we're learning to take it inside with you. And then in, like in, in 20 minutes, we might say something else. But for right now, I really would say that's why we're here. Mamash. And we're all in the same boat. I would, I'm like, you should just know. None of us have any idea where we're davening this Rosh Hashanah. It's not even just davening. I mean, I haven't made this davening for years, just having little girls. But right. Even more than that, the feeling togetherness aspect, it's also weird that it falls out on Shabbat. There isn't even Shabbat. It's not Nachon. 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 So let's tune in into like so let's like let's let the learning play a real role for us right now and not just as a good dvar Torah but let's let's let it let's allow this next few minutes just to take to take it in, okay and let it let it play a role for us. Ve'ita bagmara Rosh Hashanah, amru malachei asharet lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Third, third and bottom line. Ita it says the malachei asharet 
the angels in heaven said before God, Ribono Shalolam. Why aren't your kids, your children, they're always trying to, you know, they're always trying to instigate the angels. That's why we said last week that we go into Aramaic to bypass the angels sometimes because they're always, angels is not exact. I got a lot of questions after last week's year. People learned this online. I have to redefine their relationship with angels because they always thought everyone has angels. Angels are always loving us. Angels also... Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. They've been saying this since before man was created, right? So here they're saying, "Hey, look at your kindalach. It's Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. These great yantivs. How come they're not singing Hallel? You pay attention to that." Next page. Can, does that make sense? You have a king sitting on his throne. It's judgment day. There's two books in front of him. The book of life and the book of not so much life, the other thing. And you expect people to, expect Yidin to start singing? This is a moment of having your, your, your gzardin in front of you. Mashma'ut advarim. It's not that you shouldn't say Hallel. You can't say Hallel. You're not able to say Hallel. It's not that you shouldn't say Hallel on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. It's that if you have an awareness of what is happening right now, you're not able to just dance around and say, you're not able to say halal. There are certain times in life, it's not, like, it's not that you're not allowed to eat. It's how can you eat? How can you eat? But on the other hand, the Navi says, the, the, the issue. It's okay. they have a very interesting thing. On the other hand, the Navi Nechemia tells us, go and eat, go and fress. You know what fress means, right? Go all out and eat and drink. Why? Because your strength is this coming from the Simcha of Hashem. So the tour says, Katava tour, Minagoshelolam. Adam sheyesh lo din, lovesh chorim, umitatev shchorim, umegadel skano, ve'en chotech tzipornav, lifi she'ino yodach yitzad dino. It's a famous story. He says, listen, the minag is someone that's about to be judged. He's sitting, he's about to be judged. He dresses in uh, black. I don't know, I guess that was like the, back then the orange, I think today's the color is orange. Back then it was black. Um, you know, doesn't shave, doesn't cut his fingernails, all the simanim of like someone that's on, you know, oh my God, what's going to be? Because they don't know what's going to be the judgment. Aval Yisrael ken, but we're not like that. Lofshim levanim, we 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 dressed in white. Mitatfim levanim, umegalchim skanam, for certain people, umechatchim tzipornehem, and they 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 cut their fingernails. Veochlim veshotim vesmechim berosh hashana. And they are happy on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because we know God will make a miracle for us. 
לפיכך נוהגים לספר ולחפש בערב ראש השנה ולהרבות מנות בראש השנה, אין שם. And that's why the Torah says, our approach to ראש השנה is not one of like, יום, uh, like a fast day or like you, even like Yom Kippur. So what's the point over here? יראת העבד ואהבת הבן משמשים בערבוביה. It's all cholent. It's all together in the pot, meaning. And Reb Nachman said this. They said, what should we do in Rosh Hashanah? And Leah, maybe this will help you a little bit. They said, what, what should we do in Rosh Hashanah? Reb Nachman says, well, you have to dance a little bit. You have to sing a little bit. You should cry a little bit. Everything. Because it's all on the table. Every emotion's on the table. That's Rosh Hashanah. So, the, what, what Rav Asher was saying over here, he brought the tour, and he brought the Pasuk from Nechemia, to show us they're both right. You ha- there are moments in Rosh Hashanah that it's like, how could I say halal? I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be starving this year, or chas v'shalom is going to be a fire. Miba Magefa, this year is going to be a big one. It's going to be all the drushes you're going to see. Miba Magefa, I could already see everyone writing about this, right? But <coughs> Oded already started last <laughs> night with it, right? Wasn't that amazing? Like, he comes out with this... Oded, huh? Oded, Oded spoke on stage last night. He was giving, uh, giving over Torahs. Even Magefa. Maybe that was very interesting. Um, you have to have all of it together. Yeah, there's not... How am I supposed to be... Rosh Hashanah? I'm supposed to be every Rosh Hashanah. But this year, everything. Every emotion, because the the aspect of Ben and the aspect of Eved are supposed to be intertwined in every single mitzvah that I do to create the wings in order for my mitzvahs to go up. So that's how I want to start my year. So yes, were we taught mitzvahs wrong? We've taught a lot of things wrong, but it's for us to discover. It's okay. We're, we're okay. Yeah, every, they did, the, they they did their best. They did the best they could. That's what, the way they were taught. I'm going on a year. In, uh, it's going to be my year anniversary. Uh, Ilana, you'll be proud of me. Of not bashing chinuch. <laughs> of not bashing teachers and not bashing... Uh, they did exactly... Listen, to teach Jews about a loving God after the six million, you've got to be a little bit insane. Let's, let's face it. Everyone did the best they could. But now, we, so we know. So now we know, Baruch Hashem. Now you walk into almost every gun. It's amazing. Do you know what they have on the wall? They have a quote from Reb Shlomo on almost every gun. They just don't know it's from him. Every kid needs one person to believe in him. This is the world our kids are growing up in now. It's beautiful. But it's, it's not even because we know or don't know. It's, just, it's the same thing as when we say, we heard the calling to come to Israel. It just became available in the... Nachon. 20 years ago it was a Nachon. Now it is. It's not like we did. We don't know better. It's just... Something... It's a sh- it was 20 years ago. That's Nachon. Nachon. The gates... Yeah. The, uh, Everything in its time. Nachon. Absolutely. So it, the, the, the point of this whole Torah is... Again, it's got to be both. But remember what he said in the beginning. What comes first? God is first in Abba. What does that mean in terms of Aravodah Sachem? Love precedes us. Yes. I don't know about everyone else, but for me it's so much harder to have the year. Like, for me, the Abba comes much more naturally. Mm. So, Dafka, I'm looking for like the wing that's more year. Good. 
Hashem, you know where you're at. That's beautiful. That's a big mila. That's wonderful. Just to even have an idea, a concept of where we are is a very is a very good thing. Yeah. Yes, it's the yeah. We learned this in Bilvavi. We not only can you use it, the Bilvavi told us that pachad is you need that. It's called yiratata'a, lower level of of fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. When a talent tokif is not yirat haromemut, it's not, I'm in awe because I'm standing before you, God. It's pachad eimim. Absolutely. That's why even the thought this year that there won't be minyanim means that there won't be unetane tokif because that only comes in chazarat hashatz. You don't say that in your own. So to me, that means they called off Rosh Hashanah if that's the, if that's the case. Yeah. Huh? Ashkenaz, for us, it's something. Okay, let's finish this paragraph. Yeah. Let's just let's just finish the paragraph. This is why we always say Avinu Malkeno, because Avinu Malkeno is this whole shear. This whole shear is saying. Avinu Malkinu, it's both. It's everything together. But we always makdimim Avinu the Malkinu. We always say first Avinu and then Malkinu. And he says here, Melech Shoel, Imelechani, Lama Lobata Kodem. A king says, Well, if I am your king, why haven't you, what's taking you so long to show up? Aval Av Eno Shoel Ken. Av Tamit Samech Bechuvat Bnova Chazaratoi Lav. And therefore, Av comes first. Because I first have to get into the door. I don't want to have to first give a million excuses or first serve time for deserting my spot and then come inside. I first need to be able to get into the door. doesn't pater me. doesn't exempt me from having to give a din v'cheshben afterwards. I'm going to have to. But I have to get into the door first. And then Rav Asher says here, and I have another thing that I said uh, that I feel regarding this creed of Avinu Malkeinu. No one wants to help their son more than a father does. Do you hear what he just said? This is really excruciatingly painful, but true. He says, it's true that every father wants to help his child, but not every father is capable of helping his child for what they need. Ve'ilu kol melech but a king can always get you out of wherever you got stuck in. Avalo kol melech But not every king wants to help. So therefore we say, avinu malkeinu. You're, a, you're an, on the one hand, you're an Abba that wants to always help us get out of our rut. And you're also a king that's able to get me out of my rut. Meaning, you can, you can do it no matter what. You can get us out of whatever we're in, based on both your capabilities and your ratzon. God wants to have Rachmanus on us because he's our father. 
and is able to forgive us and pardon us, because everything is in, he can do anything. So what's, if, if Hashem can do anything, what's our avodah? All we have to do is prepare ourselves. And God is sitting there. God the Abba, God the King is just sitting there and He's saying, I'm here, okay? And I'm ready to be an Abba and ready to be a Melech. All I want for you is to be present with the notion and the understanding. Know before who you're standing. Once I have the awareness before who I'm standing, then both of these, Inyanim, Avinu, and Malkenu, Mamish play the role that they play for us. So I give us a bracha, this Yantiv. And throughout I say to me, Slichas too, I say to me, Tshuva. And Yom Kippur, obviously, I don't, you know, it's such a crazy thing. But here we are, we're back learning again, and I really don't know when the next time we're going to learn again. Because if the seg, if they do stop school on Wednesday, or if the seger starts, whatever it is, we're not going to have shir again when our children are back home. Um, and even online, it's not the same. Well, I'm so happy that Baruch Hashem, we get to learn live here, and, and there's a, a, a really big clever that's learning with us online too. But for whatever, for whatever it's worth, for whatever it's worth, I just give us all a bracha. That if this year all Hashem wanted us was to go into Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur with a deeper understanding of Avinu Malkeinu, let it be. Let it be. This is a year where Hashem is saying, I want it differently. We don't want it differently. Hashem is saying, I want it differently. So you know what? I'm going with you, Hashem. I'm not going to be depressed over the fact that this is the way you want something differently this year. I'm actually going to be open to how you want it this year. And I'm just going to show up on, on the level that I can, a little bit of learning that I can do, with the slicha, with the tshuva that I'm able to do, that I, that I think I know I can do. And just breathe our way, just relax. Just everyone has to relax and know that it's the whole avoda now is to go into this very unknown, right? With every, and saying every emotion is not just okay, it should be there. I should laugh. I should cry. I should dance. I should be in awe. I should be full of fear. I should have security. That's Rosh Hashanah. That's Rosh Hashanah every year. It's just that this year, it's kind of much more in our faces. So if I don't see you, to everyone, in your, in your davening, wherever you are, and you and your family should feel like when you're sitting at the table, you know, Rosh Hashanah night, you, you have the whole world. You have everything you need. Everything you need should be right in front of you, and you should feel that. You should sense that. And we should be all inscribed in a book of real, eternal life, which is the... The Biyaz Gual Tzedek, Amen. Thank you for coming, everyone. Shabbat